Hello, welcome to the Augusta Ollie podcast, where me and my co-hosts predict Dynamite previews, etc. And then we do reviews on Dynamite Rampage on Saturdays and other news. So, anyway, today I'm gonna be doing. We'll be doing a Dynamite preview with me and my co-hosts. But first, let's start with with the men's and the women's tournament, the Owen Hart Cup. Let's discuss the brackets for. The remaining eight for the men and women. Okay, for the women, we got Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. I feel that Storm's gained the victory. Jamie Hayter may be on Dynamite for a while, but Jamie Hayter time will come. This time is going to be Tony Storm's night. She will most likely win. Go Tony Storm. I'm putting all my love for Tony Storm. Yeah. There's still love for Jamie haters. Relax, my haters. There's still love for Jamie Hater. Yeah. So we got Dr. Britt Baker versus the Joker. So most likely the Joker's going to win. And Britt Baker will most likely put over the Joker. I'm predicting the Joker's going to be Athena. And, uh, and honestly, it will possibly be Athena. Mia Yim, Yim is an impact. Mm-hmm. Ruby Soho, we got Ruby Soho versus Rio on Rampage. R- Rio's most likely going to get the win. R- Ruby Soho's been putting out for a while. It's like so close chances. I think it's, Ruby Soho needs a change in her character development, and I'm hoping it's as soon or later on. And all right, we also got Red Velvet versus Hikaru Shida. Red Velvet's heel, and she does just came up with a victory over, over that woman. Oh, yeah. Serena Deep. No, I mean, she lost, so she don't need this victory against Red Velvet. Red Velvet's still good, honestly. And I'm predicting for the semifinals Rio versus Hikaru Shida, and Tony Storm versus the Joker. Mm-hmm. And for the finals, I'm gonna protect Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida for the finals. That's my prediction for the finals of the women's side of the Owen Hart Cup. Let's go to the men's. Mm-hmm. The men's. We got Samoa Joe versus Joker, Ray Phoenix versus Kyle Riley, Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood, Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Alright, we got Alan Cole versus Dax Harwood. This will be a good matchup. And yeah, I'm going to go with Adam Cole for the victory. Yes, Dax Harwood has been built up pretty good, but I'm going with Adam Cole. It's important. So, the, so he, he will most likely go into the finals. All right, then we got Ray Phoenix versus Kyle Riley. Kyle Riley is okay. Ray Phoenix has good momentum. I'm mostly Ray Phoenix is going to win this match, but I think Kyle Riley is going to put a little more effort to that match, make it. Hard for Ray Phoenix to win this. That's my my take on this. We got Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. That dream match everyone wants. Well, this is going to be a great matchup. We got the high flyer Riskers, Hardy, and Darby Allen. So, I, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Darby Allen's going to get to get the win. Or it could be Jeff Hardy. This is a mixed up matchup, like... It could be Artie or Darby Allen either way. And 
their prediction, it'll be pretty good. It'll be pretty Alan Cole versus Alan Cole. We never saw Darby Allen versus Alan Cole or Alan Cole versus Jeff Hardy. It could be either one. That will be a swell. Now we got to Samoa Joe versus the Joker. The Joker, for which will either be Cesaro or Johnny Gargano. At this point, I'm I'm thinking Johnny Gargano. But I'm pointing towards Cesaro. He'll face another Joe. And I'm most likely to interference. The Joker will win. We'll get into the semifinals with, with Ray Phoenix. And... And I'm thinking the Joker will beat Ray Phoenix to finals to face Alan Cole. I'm thinking most likely Cesaro, but I'm going with it's going to be most likely Cesaro. But I dreamed it would be Johnny Gargano. We get a finals of Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole at double or nothing. That would be a good good matchup. It happened at NXT Takeover, but we need to see it at double or nothing someday. So this could be the opportunity. Let's take the chance. Let's go with it. And that is my my take on the whole Owen Hart bracket thing. The Owen Hart cup bracket. That's I gotta say. Now I'm now my I'm going straight to my co-host. So we're gonna now do the preview of Dynamite. So actually we'll be back. We'll do the Dynamite preview, so stay tuned. Go to the Dynamite preview. Yep, so we're gonna preview uh, tomorrow's Dynamite, so that would be uh, May, what is it, May 11th, 2022, AW yeah. Dynamite on Wednesdays. So I'm going to go through the card uh, that is announced as of today, Tuesday, the day before, which I think is going to be uh, all of it. It's going to be in the UBS Arena in Long Island, and that's, yeah. impor- that's important because uh, mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be important. But okay, so these are the matches. CM Punk versus John Silver. Uh, is scheduled Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy in an Owen Hart Cup men's tournament qualifier match or quarterfinal match. It's not a qualifier, it's actually the actual tournament. The first match of the tournament will be starting today. Both women's and men's tournaments will be starting today. Uh, in this women's tournament, uh, Tony Storm will go against Jamie Hayter in an Owen Hart Cup uh, women's tournament quarterfinal match as well. Ricky Starks will be defending his FTW championship against Jungle Boy. Uh, and this has implications of gives gave uh Jungle Boy his match. Mm-hmm. He'll get get the tag team title match uh, soon, I guess. And Adam Cole versus Dax, Dax Harwood in a tournament match as well. And then also we're gonna have MGF and Warlow have a contract signing, crucially in Long Island because last time they were in Long Island they loved MGF and MGF. Is not a lovable person. So we're gonna start off with CM Punk versus John Silver. Uh, right. What do you think about this match? Who do you think is gonna win? And uh, yeah, what, what do you think? Let's see. Between CM Punk, John Silver, I'm gonna go with CM Punk because they're building him to towards Hangman Page for a double or nothing. And John Silver most likely put a big effort, but I'm gonna get CM Punk will go for a victory, most likely. It'll be a good match. John Silver may have a will may shine. We'll we'll see a lot of moments from John Silver, but for now, CM Punk is getting the win. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think CM Punk is the obvious winner here. Um, I would also go on to say that it might be a little bit of a quick match because yeah. I think it's going to be about the post match promo. I think CM Punk will have a promo. That's, I have nothing to 
base that off of, obviously, but uh, I think uh, CM Punk might have a response to Adam Page, what Adam Page said uh, last last week, and maybe yeah. CM Punk yeah. leans into his heelness, maybe he leans into the babyfaceness. I don't know where this story is going, but I just know that uh, CM Punk versus Adam Page is a dignified main event match for for the double or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so if that's it for this match, because it's kind of straightforward, CM Punk is probably gonna win and and address Adam Page's comments. But uh, we're gonna go next to the first Owen Hart Cup Men's Tournament quarterfinal match, and yeah. that's uh, Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy, a very anticipated match. Pretty uh, much. Who do you think is gonna win? I'm I'm gonna go with Darby Allen, but eat, but Jeff Hardy or Darby Allen go eat away because both of them is. It's mostly a big dream match between Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen is idolizes Jeff Hardy, and we Jeff Hardy never fought Darby Allen. This is most likely be a big dream match. I'm seeing Darby Allen getting the win, advancing to the Owen Hart Cup, but seeing more put put into an effort by Jeff Hardy. But I mostly see Darby Allen going over Jeff Hardy, going harder Hardy because Darby. Darby Allen's young, and Jeff Hardy's mostly the veteran that's going to put over Darby Allen. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, Jeff Hardy, I mean, we saw him last week. He's kind of on one leg or maybe just a half a leg. But uh, I think this match is an anticipated match. People have been wanting to see this match because of how similar Darby Allen is to Jeff Hardy, or he appeals to the same audience as Jeff Hardy did in, in his, you know, in his glory days or whatever. But I think Darby Allen does advance here. It's probably going to be a, a hot match. You know, people are probably going to be invested in it because it's such a, you know, dream match. But uh, I think there's only one real option here to, to advance, to to actually, you know, yeah. perform ma- matches, and that's Darby Allen. So I think Darby Allen does uh, advance to the semifinals of this Owen Hart Cup tournament. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's it. I mean, for that match, unless you have anything else to add for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next is another one Hope Cup tournament quarterfinal match, but this time for the women's side, and uh, it's Tony Storm versus Jimmy Hater, which has been, you know, built up pretty well, you know, yeah. better than all the women fields uh, in the past, and uh, you know, this might be a little bit more of a closer one. Who do you think is going to win uh, uh, this match? Uh, well, mostly I'm hoping. I'm. I seen Jamie. I mean, I mean, I seen Tony Stark winning this match, but Jane Hayden most highly like. I see Tony Stark winning this match. Jane Hayden might put up a big effort, but I think seeing Tony Stark going over Jamie Hayden into the semifinals, and I also see Tony Stark going to the finals with the Joker. But we don't know who the Joker is. We don't know. Uh, do Do you have any? I think we've said uh, our kind of predictions, but it hasn't changed uh, before. You know, has it changed? Where, 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 who do you think is going to be the joke in the women's side and maybe the men's side too? For the women's side, I'm gonna see, I see more Athena. And Athena. for the men's, I'm gonna actually going to go with Johnny Gargano for the men's. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think I said last time Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, but I don't know about that. Um, now, I don't think Athena's going to be a, because if, or maybe it is, I don't know. I'm not so sure about the women's side, but, uh, but the men's side, I have this pick. It's an outside pick. It might, you know, not even be 
possible, but uh, I'm going to say Kenny Omega uh, comes in uh, for this tournament. Um, and the reason I say this is because he goes against Samoa Joe. Obviously, that's a dream match coming in. Samoa Joe gets his Kenny Omega match. It's a tournament match. Kenny Omega gets a victory over Samoa Joe. And then he goes against next one would be uh, well, then in this, you know, kind of fantasy say um, Kyle O'Reilly beats Ray Phoenix and Kyle O'Reilly yeah. advances and then Kenny Omega goes against Kyle O'Reilly and yeah. beats Kyle O'Reilly part of the Undisputed Elite and then in the final he goes against Adam Cole, the other person that's part of the Undisputed Elite that is in, in this tournament and and I don't know if he beats him, I don't know if he, if he loses but uh, I think Adam Cole, Kenny Omega is a, is a very interesting story uh, for double or nothing but I don't know if that's possible so this is me just speculating that in yeah. the case that this were possible, I think Kenny Omega would make a lot of sense, but uh, it's probably going to be Johnny Gargano or or some outside pick, but I think Johnny Gargano makes just as much sense as uh, my thing with Kenny Omega does as well. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so if that's it for this... Uh, oh, actually, I, I didn't say who I thought uh, Tony Storm or Jamie Hader was going to win. I think uh, Tony Storm is going to win. If Jamie Hader wins, if she wins, it's... Uh, uh, she's gonna go far in this tournament, but I think Tony Storm, Tony Storm is gonna get the victory here. Um, so the next match is the FTW Championship match. Ricky Starks will defend against Jungle Boy. This is a great match waiting to happen. What do you think is gonna? Who do you think is gonna win? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jungle Boy versus Ricky Starks. Well, I'm going with I'm going with Ricky Starks retaining the FTW FTW title. And and mostly because I want to see Team FTW like Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs win the AEW Tag Team Champions on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, which will Christian turn heel on Jungle Boy? Oh, you think Christian will turn heel at the match, at the tag team match? Yeah, mostly after the tag team match. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I think it makes sense that Ricky Starks, uh, you know, the probably wins this match and defends his FTW championship. But I think it's going to be a great match leading up to the point where Ricky Starks probably uh, needs some help from Will Hobbs or someone, or maybe even Christian Cage, but uh, there's going to be some type of heel tactics, heel shenanigans to win this uh, championship uh, or to defend this championship, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's what we have to say for Ricky Starks with Jungle Boy. And the next one is the final match that we're going to talk about about AW Dynamite, and that's Adam Covers Dex Howard, another Owen Hart Cup quarterfinal match. It's a great, it's a you know a great match waiting to happen to this one as well, and this is probably going to be one of the better matches of this night. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you, who do you think is going to uh, come off the, with the victory? I'm also I'm rooting for Adam Cole just to win. So yes, Dark Howard Howard getting the momentum into this match, but I see Adam Cole and Adam Cole winning this match. Going over Dax Harwood. There might be some interference, but Adam Cole is most likely going over in this match. And yeah. he's going to the finals. Yeah, he will, he will probably go to the finals. I think uh, that's that side of the tournament is probably, you know, uh, solidified there. I think Adam going to make the finals. He's going to beat this. Uh, he's going to win in this Dax Harwood match. And it's probably going to be a great match. I mean, I'm sure they have. Good chemistry from their days in NXT. I mean, I don't know if they were together in NXT 
or like in the same time. I think they were, but uh, it's gonna be a great match for sure, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Adam Cole is most likely gonna be the victorious competitor in this situation. So yeah, and this um, next thing, obviously MGF and Wardlow, along with uh, I'm assuming Sean Spears, will be at Long Island in a contract signing. What do you think will go on? What do you think is going to be the reaction for MJF? Or what do you, what do you think is going to be uh, said in this segment, I suppose? I think the segment is going to be built about MJF and Warlow, the history between the two. There'll be some conditions, some some similar conditions with Jericho or Cody that, that, he, that MJF did with them. And those similar conditions will be on to Mordlow. He'll be going through some tough change challenges like conditions. But the contract will be signed for double or nothing. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, double or nothing is in like two, three weeks. So like if they do have some type of conditions, I don't I don't see it being, you know, too many. If if anything, it's probably gonna be one or two uh, other conditions. Maybe it's a big match against Sean Spears because um, you know, obviously that that feud has also been boiling up with along with the MJF feud, uh, and it's probably gonna be you know uh, a match where Sean Spears uh, has the advantage over Wardlow, and maybe Wardlow you know gets the win to get you know the match uh, against MJF and double or nothing. But I do think obviously you know the wild card here is the crowd is probably gonna be. Um, for MGF, is you know they're going to be widely supporting MGF since it's in Long Island, his hometown, and um, I'm sure that's going to play a big part of this. Um, I don't know, MGF might play around with it and or something. Maybe he asks the crowd, "What do they want?" or something like that. You know, something fun. You know, and I'm really looking forward to this. MGF is obviously a great talker, a great person, a great you know wrestler, and. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for AW Dynamite, uh, May 11th, 2022 edition. Yeah. Uh, well, what are we going to next? Uh, you said you want to talk about WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, yeah. Talk about WrestleMania Backlash, but uh, I think I'm just going to talk about like the important points. We're not going to talk about everything, but... Uh, you know, we're going to talk about probably three matches only, and that's the three bigger matches of the card on Sunday. Uh, sun, last this past Sunday, it was WrestleMania Backlash, and uh, there are a few good matches. I think it was a great, you know, show overall. Um, and we're just going to go over, you know, three matches. So the first one, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, two. Uh, the second one, we're going to uh, go through just Charlotte Fair versus Ronda Rousey, the equip match, and then that three-on-three tag of the bloodline Roman Reigns and the Usos versus uh, Randy Orton, uh, you know, Matt Riddle, and Drew McIntyre. So we're going to start off with Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins. It was a great match, and, uh, you know, it was probably, you know, out of the level of the match that they had at WrestleMania, if not better. Uh, A lot more, you know, wrestling-oriented, a lot more, you know, Tapping into the fact that Seth Rollins is now well prepared uh, for Cody Rose, he doesn't. He had time to prepare for whatever was coming at him. Uh, something that he didn't have at WrestleMania, and uh, and 
you know, obviously it was more of a, you know, back and forth match. And then you know, Cody Rose got the victory off of a, it was, it was a roll up, but he was holding the, the tights. Um, so it was more of a, you know, a, an even matchup and Cody Rose had to, you know, resort to, you know, I guess extraneous solutions in order to win this match. Uh, what do you, what do you, yeah, you saw, you saw this match, right? Yeah. What, what do you, what did you think about it? I think about like, I think about Cody getting the win by a roll up was okay, but the fact they they had like pin him with a cheap tactic may have ruined the match a bit, but still it was still a good match. Well, I I mean I I understand why you would say that that it's a cheap tactic. Obviously, I mean that's that's kind of the point because Seth Rollins and Cody Rose in this kind of feud they're they're so evenly matched up. Seth Rollins a one of the greater, you know, wrestlers in the world and Cody Rose is as well. And obviously, if you're going to get a, a victory, uh, it's going to be in the skin of your teeth, you know. So, obviously, um, if you want to get the victory, you're going to have to, you know, resort to some things in order to make sure that uh, you do get that victory. So, he just kind of used his wrestling knowledge to 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 win, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, and, you know, last night was Raw, and it seems like Seth Rollins is going to demand for another match, and maybe it's going to end up in a match at Hell in a Cell, the next pay-per-view for WWE, and it's probably going to come in Hell in a Cell. Seth Rollins is, you know, the Hell in a Cell guy for WWE, and Cody Rhodes is no stranger to no cage match either, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great match. Yeah. All right. So, the next one. I didn't see this match, but I I saw the finish of this match, and you know Charlotte Flair defended her the woman SmackDown Women's Championship, and an I Quit match against Ronda Rousey. At the end, uh, Ronda Rousey got the victory. It was a hard fought match. Um, the story coming out of it is that well, obviously Ronda Rousey is the champion, but now Charlotte Flair has a broken arm or radius. I think that's what they said, and she's gonna now have a timeout. So. Uh, no Charlotte Flair and Dirty Day for the foreseeable future. And, you know, I think the decision to go with Ronda Rousey in this match is a good one. It was a great match, one of the better matches of the year in terms of women's matches, and uh, it was it was great. Did you see this match? Yeah. Yeah, but it was a, a successful match. Like a professional match, it was like Sharafair like taking going putting over Ronda Rousey because she's taking time off to get wet, get married is pretty much a good decision. Ronda Rousey is, is famous; she's a UFC star, former champion. They need her for the SmackDown brand, so it's pretty much. Yep, pretty 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 much. She's a star of SmackDown now, and she's a champion and. Hopefully people step up because it's looking like SmackDown has a thin women's roster now. So maybe Bailey comes back and, you know, challenges her and has a feud up until SummerSlam maybe. Or, or you know, somebody like Alija or Zaya Lee, you know, steps up and, you know, become contenders for the women's championship. But that's not my decision uh, to make. And we're going to go to a main event of this match. Uh, pay-per-view WrestleMania Backlash now. And it's going to be uh, the Bloodline. Versus RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. This was a great match. Dave Meltzer actually said it was a PWG style match. That's telling something. Uh, 
for uh, you know a WWE match. Usually, you know people don't like you know WWE matches and how they structured. And this one was a very fun match. Randy Orton was on fire. Uh, Drew McIntyre very dominating. Uh, and you know Roman Reigns, obviously the star of this of this of this six man tag. And uh, the end was the bloodline won. And yeah, you know that, that was the right decision in my in my opinion. What do, what do you think about this match? You see it? Yeah, it was a it was a good decision. The match was a good decision. It like yeah, Roman gained the victory for his team. It got over the bloodline as a top trio heel group, and it's gonna it's gonna lead to McIntyre and Roman Reigns and Maya Bang for the first encounter at the stadium shows. Yeah, um, yeah. So this sets up, you know, the two fields: Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Obviously, for the next, you know, whatever big show, whenever you're gonna uh, decide to uh, defend that WWE Universal Title, uh, title, you know, and then the unification is, you know, confirmed to happen uh, against uh, RK Bro and the Usos. Uh, I don't know when, but you know, RK Bro did uh, issue the, you know, the statement that they do still intend on. You know, unifying the championship. So that that's something that fans are really concerned about. And now we have confirmation that it's going to happen at some point because they're still, you know, progressing that story. So hopefully that happens. Maybe at Hell in a Cell, maybe at Money in the Bank, wherever it happens, is probably going to be a great match uh, based on what uh, what the six man tag uh, offered at this yeah. WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's WrestleMania backlash, or at least uh, what I wanted to cover about it. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to discuss about? Yeah. All right. Um. All right. I discussed uh, backlash. Oh, uh, about anything. Oh. Um. Let's. Well, the let's talk about those takes that Booker T and Bischoff keep keep doing these lately. Well, yeah. because I'm thinking Booker T's doing this because he's signed to WWE. He has to. But after Bishop, like, he's outside the WWE. He's just trying to get into Vince's good side and pretty much tire some of those takes. He's always proven wrong. Bishop's always proven wrong in the end. And I don't know why with these takes with Eric Bishop. Like, yes, he has a right to say, like, everyone has good, everyone has opinions, but I'm seeing those those takes with Bishop be a little malice towards Tony Khan. Something did happen with this nigga too. I'm thinking. I'm I'm mostly seeing that. So I I hope this ends like like Bishop like eventually. I don't know. I don't know if Tony Khan or Bishop are gonna patch things up eventually. But I just want this Bishop takes on AEW is gonna fail to end. Yeah, I I saw those takes too. I I saw the clip from. Uh, his podcast with Conrad Thompson, and I think he was saying how uh, appealing to the hardcore fans is probably not the best uh, business decision for AW because then you're not, you know, growing your audience. And yeah, I see how that could be annoying for some, and I don't, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with, you know, what Bishop says. Obviously, he's trying to get clicks for his podcast, and you know, it's probably working, but uh, you know. Obviously, you know, being critical of something that that's so successful that people really love is 
you know, very hard to do and very, you know, not the norm. But uh, Eric Bischoff is like that. Um, obviously, failed in the numerous attempts he's had in the past, and he would be the last person to talk about something like you know having success in the wrestling business because he did have, you know, the biggest success in the wrestling business. He's the only uh, person that managed to get the company to beat the WWF. Uh, at some point in history, but you know that lasted what you know, 52 weeks, and then then they went downhill and then crashed. Then he went to TNA, and that crashed right almost right away. So yeah, it's 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 a hard uh, balance to find. Um, obviously, yeah. uh, it's better to spread out positivity than negativity. But usually, these wrestling personalities, even the good ones. You know, they're all here working. They're just trying to get more money. And I think this is nothing different. Eric Bessoff is just trying to get money and clicks for his podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's it for Eric Bischoff. Um, is there something else you want to discuss or would that be it for today? That's it for today. So, thank you, everyone, from Augusto Podcast Extra. We'll see y'all Saturday for Augusta Ali podcast edition. So, see y'all Saturday. All right, then. Bye.